This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's head out to Atlantic Canada to catch up with AMI content development specialist Ryan Delahanty. Hey, good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Dave. How are you today? I'm well. Always fun catching up with you. Ryan, let's start in the world of sports. There's a big goalball tournament coming to Nova Scotia, and there are volunteer opportunities. How can folks get involved? Blind Sports Nova Scotia is looking for volunteer goal judges, timers, and scorekeepers for the upcoming tournament. The shifts will run from about 8 a.m. on Saturday, November 5th until about 4 p.m. Sunday the 6th and are available on a first-come, first-served basis. Uh, If you are a new volunteer or would like to brush up on your skills, they will be having a fun tournament from 2 to 6 p.m. at the George Dixon Center in Halifax at 2502 Brunswick Street. Uh, This coming Saturday, October 29th, is the fun tournament. Great chance to brush up on your Mm. volunteer skills. And uh, for the tournament proper, of course, meals and snacks will be provided. You'll also receive a great tournament T-shirt that you get to wear during the shift and then keep for your outings afterwards. And uh, they are looking to prioritize experienced volunteers for the final fifth shift, which covers the playoff game. So right. some of the uh, more senior people may uh, get that opportunity to uh, call for the gold. Events like this do not come together without the incredible work of volunteers. So if somebody wants to inquire and learn more about how they can contribute, how do they do so? To volunteer or learn more, uh, Peter Parsons is your man. So his email is parsons.pete at gmail.com. And the tournament itself will feature five Canadian teams and one American team with games running steadily from Saturday, November 5th at 8.30 a.m. to about 8 p.m. that day, and then resuming on Sunday for the championship games, going from around 7.30 in the morning to about 4 p.m. So if you just want to check out the action during those times, you're welcome to swing by the venue for the tournament, which is the Lamarche. St. Thomas Elementary School, 6141 Watt Street in Halifax. Well, I know people are really pumped to get this one uh, back going. So best of luck to the athletes and the volunteers and everybody involved on the ground for that one. Ryan, we have been talking extensively about Disability Employment Awareness Month on this show for the last couple of weeks. Well, you've got some events in the Halifax area. What are the details? So uh, the organization here is Teamwork Cooperative, working with Mentor Ability Atlantic Canada, and they're inviting you to celebrate Disability Employment Awareness Month, hashtag D-E-A-M, this Thursday, October 27th, from 1 to 2.30 p.m. This will feature special guest speaker Augie Jones, currently principal at the Nova Scotia Community College's Agerly Campus in Dartmouth. Augie has an extensive history with inclusive education. Under the umbrella of his Empathize Others platform, he has conducted numerous professional development sessions that facilitate conversations around the intersectionality of race, class, ability, and gender in society. So come raise awareness for inclusive employment and have fun too at the Teamwork Office, 7071 Bayers Road, Suite 244. There will be vendors, snacks, prizes, music, ASL interpretation, and much more. Uh, They do ask that if 
if possible, you register before arriving. And so that would be by emailing Will, and that's uh, email address wstone at teamworkbridge.org. Ryan, it goes without saying that the Teamwork Cooperative and Mentorability are doing work all around the year. And I know you gave those points of contact for this particular event happening, but how can folks uh, get involved with these organizations to get access to their supports and services? Uh, simply just I would visit teamworkbridge.org uh, online or search them on Facebook as well. They've got quite a variety of employees with different specialities, uh, so you can certainly find somebody there. We'd had some revisions to our employment support services a few years ago where a lot of organizations that were kind of tailored to a very specific audience um, were maybe considered to be discriminatory. So they all were sort of uh, enveloped into one organization that has women's employment opportunities and disability supports and other things as well. So that's your best starting point for certain. Ryan, we can walk and chew gum at the same time, and there are many more awareness months occurring this month while we celebrate disability employment awareness. There's also Indigenous Disability Awareness Month event happening around the city. So what's going on around this time next week? The first thing that I'd seen was uh, the Office of Diversity and Inclusion uh, inviting everyone to attend, uh, to join representatives from the Indigenous and Disability Community for the flag raising, proclamation, reading, and guest speakers for Ind Indigenous Disability Awareness Month. And that flag raising will be happening next Monday, October 31st, from 10 a.m. to noon at Grand Parade Square and City Hall, 1841 Argyle Street in Halifax. So there should be more to follow, but that's the only announcement I've seen so far uh, locally pertaining to it. And Ryan, let's wrap up with a little bit of fun here. Just last week, we were talking to Thea Curdy about more inclusive playgrounds and more universal design being incorporated in playgrounds across the country. Well, there's one that opened up right around the corner from where you're sitting right now. Tell me a bit more about the first Jumpstart inclusive playground to launch in Halifax. I'd gotten a glimpse of it over the last few weeks. It was always taped off. It was down a little <laughs> hill, a little bit hidden away. You were so a man on the scene. Know. You were investigating. Didn't quite know what to expect, but saw the announcement last week and uh, looked really promising and had a chance to check it out myself this weekend. It's an 11,000 foot square foot play area created for children of all abilities to enjoy in partnership between Halifax and Canadian Tire Jumpstart Charities. It's part of the company's commitment to build an accessible park in each of Canada's provinces and territories by 2022. And Halifax marks Nova Scotia as the last province in that commitment. And they held their grand opening last Wednesday in Halifax's North End between the George Dixon Center and Uniac Square. It's a $1 million addition to Dixon Park, universally accessible, has a double wide ramps, static free slides, braille lettering charts, a communication board, wheelchair accessible merry-go-round, adapted teeter-totter, and much, much more. Uh, early reviews from some of my friends who are parents, uh, some of the kids that have been reported by CBC uh, have been stellar. And uh, I took a couple of my elder dog clients by the park for a walk on the weekend. I was very happy to see it well used and uh, really has quite a lot to offer in an area that's often underserved. And so it's a great spot for it and uh, looks like it's uh, being pretty well received so far i'm sure will be very well loved over time ryan isn't it exciting when you're walking around the neighborhood and all of a sudden the boards and the fences come down and you get the grand reveal when it's not a new airbnb or condo yeah absolutely <laughs> if it's something that uh isn't pricing people out of the neighborhood and so this is definitely one of the uh really positive changes uh so very exciting to see and it's a nice little park anyway there's a uh, basketball courts a uh, community garden and then just kind of down the hill um it is 
I didn't notice when I was up close, but from a taller vantage point, you see it is the uh, red Canadian Tire Triangle logo, the uh, soft, squishy uh, playground material. Uh, but uh, that was kind of it for the branding that I noticed. And up close, it was just uh, really beautifully done. Uh, I worry a little bit about the neighbors with some of the drums and chimes and musical <laughs> instruments that they have uh, adjoining uh, some residential area. But uh, I'm sure it'll be uh, very pleasant so long as you uh, enjoy the sound of children uh, having fun. It's it's tough to be a NIMBY when kids are involved, you know. It's 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 tough to be like, no, not in my backyard. As like kids are having fun and like enjoying themselves in a public. Everyone's park and, included. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. Accessible. There's all these learning tools. Yeah, it's a really great spot. But I bet there's probably one or two. <laughs> but if I lived in Ottawa long enough, I know there's always one or two. Hey Ryan, we always appreciate the broad range of stories you bring to us. Thank you for this, and we'll talk to you again in a couple weeks. All right, I'm off to that playground now. All right, <laughs> see you later. You go. <laughs> Ryan's going to go give the dogs a walk and have a peek at the playground. That's Ryan Delahanty. He's a content development specialist for AMI, joining us from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.